This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. Victoria's Secret has been going through a huge kind of um, rebranding attempt where, you know, they signed a bunch of different brand ambassadors, like Megan Rapinoe is one of them, like just really kind of trying to completely change their image. Um, But they recently announced also that they're planning a return of their fashion show. Um, And, you know, jury's kind of out on like what exactly that's going to look like. Um, they noted that they're going to have to kind of reinvent it a little bit, but I'm curious for your guys' thoughts on this because the fashion show was really like one of the biggest parts of what, of what identified Victoria's Secret. And also it was really, it really embodied their whole, like kind of overly sexualized, like super glam, supermodel aesthetic. So it seems like a bold move to kind of bring that back while you're also trying to reinvent yourself. And I don't quite know like how you go about doing that and and what are the right moves. So I'm curious for your guys' thoughts on it. I gotta say, yeah, BK is hitting it right on the nose. I mean, this is dangerous territory because this could be a, a massive big win or a disaster and like a memorific, you know, explosion of trolling. And so I, I agree. I, and I, as you were saying that, Barbara, I'm like picturing my mind. What would so I'm picturing, okay, let's imagine a strong athletic woman comes out and she's wearing the, the clothes. She's at she's physical, she's athletic, and maybe she's she's doing something uh, you know, part of her sport, blah, blah, blah. Is it, would, would that not be stupid? Mm, I'm thinking about that. I'm trying to like, where exactly is that sweet spot, Barbara, of like authenticity, but like, man, that's a cool, that's a cool reimagination of a fashion show. Like, how do you find that? That's hard. What you're saying is that, you know, when you were giving the Dick's example and then jumping on this, Kara, you were talking about what all these other things that Dick Dick's was doing as part of the initiative uh, to, 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 to celebrate, to create this brand image, this authenticity piece. So if Victoria's Secret's out there, like in the environment, doing stuff, talking to thought leaders, they're going to pick up a sense of what's the temperature need to be like in this fashion show, you know, by just kind of living it and being immersed in it. So again, that's interesting because you get the intelligence and then maybe it's all in the execution, like Barbara's saying, what are your thoughts, Kara? Yeah, I was going to kind of jump in with a similar thing of I I think America's your right to kind of highlight the authenticity point because that really changes, you know, what it's going to look like. So, uh, Victoria's Secret executives have said that they are dedicated to, you know, reforming this brand image and making it, you know, something entirely new, but like do they do they mean that and are they going to yeah, are they going <laughs> to put true? in all of this work? Because, yeah, I think I think if they are, it could yep. definitely end up beneficial for them. And it's really well known. Like the show is so well known. So exactly. they don't right. have to worry about that. But, yes. but yeah, are they are they going to do something? And is it going to come from an authentic place or are people going to watch it and be like, they're just trying to get us to. Yeah. And and the more you and to your point, Barbara, the more work you do, the more authentic hard work you do to take it as a serious exercise, the less likely you are to show up with some incredibly idiotic tone deaf sort of a thing. Here's a hot take question uh, for you, Kara. The new Reebok brand. Give me a, a celebrity person, public figure who would be a great new face of the Reebok brand. Go. What are your thoughts? That is a really, that's a really uh, dangerous question. I feel like, um, 
Let's sum up about. with that because it's kind of to think about what their right strategy here is. Yes. Yes. You can't really answer that till you know the strategy. So, Kara, tell us, like, let's skip to chapter two and three. Adidas buys Reebok. And from what I can tell from what you were writing, part of the problem was is that they kind of positioned Adidas against Reebok and there wasn't room for both brands. So what a lot of people said was essentially, it seemed like a great idea since Nike was doing so well, they were like, okay, great. We'll, you know, Adidas and Reebok will team up. We'll take on Nike kind of together. Cause like those were kind of the next two big sports brands. Um, but what ended up happening is that Reebok and Adidas played in the exact same areas. Like you know, they, they were essentially competing against each other in all of the different sports. So it was like this, the, the solution to that was let's, let's make Reebok more about fitness and like, let's really focus them in this smaller market. Um, but the result of that is of course that Reebok didn't really grow, um, like at all. And, you know, Adidas kind of took over the sports generalist category. So like one, you know, to your point, America's of like, who could they sign? Like, if they got back into all of these other sports that they were once in, like, you know, they could get back into basketball. They could try and like sign some of those up and comer stars moving into the space. Like there, there are kind of these opportunities that are opening up. And actually this is, this is a point I thought you guys both might be interested in. Um, but that's something that the founder and, um, and a couple of others are really interested in, in terms of the potential for Reebok is um, they could sign some of the newer influencers or newer kind of basketball players because Nike signs everybody, which is something mm -hmm. that we've talked about before with Simone Biles going to Athleta, right? Like right. maybe Nike doesn't have the time to commit to ever to everyone. So right. like this is an opportunity where Reebok could potentially take some of those people away from someone like Nike because they can they can afford kind of that dedicated time. I think that th this is the fundamental question, right? Is to, you gotta go back to the drawing board and you gotta say to yourself, what are we trying to be? And what are we trying to be in terms of, you know, a differentiated solution to lots of different options out there? I would assure you that it's gonna have to involve two things that you love, Barbara, which is experiences and technology. So whatever new brands are coming out, they're going to have to incorporate those elements. But beyond that, I think it's going back to the drawing board and seeing how much of the magic you can take from the old that was so successful and just draw a little bit of that and sort of modify it, modernize it and take it to the next generation of consumers. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.